Yo, 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 welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. This is Roman Through Romans, episode number now 52, I think. Yeah, 52. So we are in Romans chapter 5, and we've been talking about the results of, some of the results of being justified by faith. Having been made just as if we never sinned, declared righteous, um, having having that, uh, what's the results of that? What's the results of uh, having been accounted to us righteousness. Um, and and I, I love this idea of, of this rightness with God, the righteousness of Christ, Christ who always did the things that his father said. Um, you know, that's the credit that we have, is that we have, we don't just have righteousness like, hey, I'm a good person, but we have the righteousness of Christ. And the standing that we have in that is pretty darn awesome. And so uh, we are in chapter five. Last time we got about halfway through verse two and we're going to back up again because again we're talking about context and our goal again is to understand what is being said um today i saw an advertisement for a church on facebook and i thought it was interesting because the church was uh, in northern california and it was advertising it to me who does not live in northern california uh and the church had the same name as my daughter, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, and I also thought it was odd that I would get the advertisement and that poor church paid money so that I would see that ad. And when I, I opened it up and I saw what it, I was reading there, like about us page. And one of the things it talked about was, you know, our, our pastor teaches lessons that are, are biblical and applicable to life. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and, and it's one of the things that, that I'm not aiming for. Um, I'm not aiming for it to be applicable to life. I'm aiming for it to be biblical and therefore it is applicable to life. And so I don't have to try to be relevant and I don't have to try to, to make it applicable because the Holy spirit will apply it to you. Um, as you read it, you know, God's going to show you how this, uh, how you need to put this into action, how you need to apply this to yourself. And, uh, I can of course point out things God's shown me, uh, but really, all, all I really want to do is I want to, as clearly as I can, uh, help you to understand what the Bible is saying. And our goal, again, is not what does Mike think the Bible is saying, because what Mike thinks doesn't mean it's right or wrong. Uh, we've all thought things that were wrong. Generally, we all think we're right um, in, in most things that we think. But my goal is to understand what the author is saying. So we're trying to read this in light of who the author is, and that's Paul, of course, and uh, if you're not sure who Paul is, we're going to have to go back and listen to the first couple episodes of this so you can get um, a little bit of an intro of who we're talking about. Uh, or you go back to your Bible and read the book of Acts, read about Paul. Um, but uh, we want to know who it's written to. So we know it's written to Roman Christians, people he, for the most part, Paul does not know personally. Uh, we know that he's writing to them about the whole idea of the gospel. Um, and he tells us that at the beginning, because when you're reading uh, a book of the Bible, uh, one of the things to look for is what uh, some theologians and Bible scholars would call uh, express purpose. Um, that's not a really complicated, fancy phrase, but what it means is, does the author express his purpose for writing the letter? You know, in the book of Jude, um, Paul writes about how he, um, I'm sorry, Paul writes, Jude writes, um, uh, in the book of Jude, Jude writes about how he would much rather be writing to them about something else. But because of some problems uh, that they're having, he says, 
I'm writing to you instead about this topic. Um, so he tells us exactly why he's writing it. Um, and so that's the kind of thing we need to keep in, in mind as we read this. And so Paul tells us in the beginning of Romans that, you know, that he's not ashamed of the gospel for it's the power of God for salvation to all who believe. And so that's what he's been talking about. Who needs salvation? And he goes through um, the blatant obvious sinners. He goes through those who support the blatant obvious sinners, but don't practice what they're practicing. But, you know, they're, they uh, approve of their practice. Then those who are the self-righteous who look upon others and say, well, I'm not a sinner like that guy. And he talks about the super religious, those who are putting their faith in their religious background or their Jewishness. Um, and so he goes up to verse or chapter three to sum up that that all have sinned and all are guilty. And then chapter four, he says, here's the, wait, there's good news. The good news is that there is a justification or a, a way to be justified, to be made right with God, apart from keeping the Jewish law, keeping all the points of the law. And that is uh, this justification that comes by faith. And of course he gives us the example of David and Abraham to let us know what that is. Um, that they were, that David, or rather that Abraham was, believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So uh, that was a very long recap. Sorry about that. But again, uh, I really want to make sure that you are grasping this and keeping up and uh, that when we're done, you will be excited that you understand this book. So verse five, or sorry, chapter five, verse one and two says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we've talked about that a lot the last couple of days. Says through whom, that's through Jesus, we have access by faith into this grace. So we talk about the grace being that gift of eternal life, the gift of salvation. We have access to that by faith, by believing him uh, in, in which we stand. So we, we're standing in that grace. That's our confidence. That's our hope. We put it in that. And he says, and, so this is where we pick it up new stuff, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And so this is the this is the first half of the 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 rejoicing the joy part, and and it's it's got two parts. And so the first part is this: he says we we stand in that grace, right? We have access to that to that grace by faith, and we stand in it, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And so this this idea of of uh, of rejoicing in our salvation. When I first started reading my Bible every day, this was the thing that I saw over and over and over. And, it, and it's actually not on every page, but I really thought it was. I thought on every page of the Bible, it says, rejoice in your salvation. But really what was happening was I was seeing it because God was teaching me about where my joy comes from, that my joy doesn't come from my relationship with my wife. My joy doesn't come from my job. My joy doesn't come from my financial situation. My joy doesn't come from my uh, my hobbies. Um, my joy should come from my eternal situation, um, and so I can rejoice in the glory in the, the glory of God that that I'm going to spend eternity with Him. That's I can rejoice in that, um, and we ought to rejoice in that. That ought to be our our linchpin for our joy is going back to that, going back to, I have eternal life. I have, I have eternal life. I am forgiven. I am set free. I have eternal life with Christ. But here's the cool thing. That's not the, that's, that might be the period, right? We were, you know, and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. 
period. But, but here's the cool thing. Verse three starts off. And not only that, so that's not it. That's not, that's not all there is. It's not just that we, uh, that we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And again, hope meaning not that we hope we someday are you know glorified and that we're with him in heaven, but rather it means that this is what we're looking forward to. It's something that has not yet happened, but it's going to. So we're looking forward to that. And so I can rejoice in that. So it um, doesn't matter what's happening to me currently. I can still walk in joy knowing that that's the grace that I stand in. And the cool thing is next time we get to talk about that he has a, and not only that coming right after. So we'll hit that one next time. God bless you.